it this week in the cabin. It's the best of lovely Maria. She's funny, she's sexy, she's sassy, and she takes no shit. So uh, from sex advice, relation advice, makeup or breakup, that's the one we all go to. And now you get a half an hour of it. From the cabin in Crapper Creek on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. It's time for another edition of Makeup or Breakup. Oh, okay. All right. I'm game. Here we go. All right. My boyfriend gets mad if I don't show interest in his jazz music. All my boyfriend listener uh, listens to is jazz, and he's kind of a snob about it. I prefer pop. My boyfriend always rips on my music and says it's all manufactured garbage and lacks real talent and heart. His comments are annoying, but Saturday they cross the line. We were having some friends over for dinner. After the meal, a few bottles of wine, my girlfriends asked if they could change the terrible music and put on something that people actually know. My boyfriend said, jazz is for intelligent people. I understand why you don't like it. Well, my friends got lippy. It escalated quickly. My boyfriend refused to apologize. Says my boyfriend, or says my friend insulted him first by dragging jazz. I was thoroughly embarrassed by my boyfriend. Now my two closest friends hate him. His is, uh, he, he's great in bed and all that jazz, pardon the pun, but his musical tastes are wearing on me. Is this a legit reason to dump someone? I say absolutely. Really? For someone to be that rude, okay. I, I, not just, no, wait a minute. So if jazz is for intelligent people, he called everyone in the room an idiot. Yeah. How is that going to sound 10 years from now? It's not going to be, it's not going to be so kind when they've been together for 10 years. Oh, I'd pitch him to the curb. Uh, although he's kind of right. It is for intelligent people, but I do agree with what yeah, you're but, saying. Yeah, but you're intelligent and you listen to all kinds of music. Yeah, I, that's ah, exactly see, right. See how I, see how I worded yeah. that? You know what? That's better yet. <laughs> intelligent people have an open mind to all kinds of music, yeah. except polka. Of course. I just know how not to piss you off. Pat this bitch on the back. (laughs) There we go. So you you say in makeup and breakup, you say breakup. Breakup, absolutely. If he's that rude and he's that kind of guy that I would have dumped on my first date. Wow. Look at that. You hadn't even gotten any, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I got You're lost, dude. You're Uh, lost. He'd have bossed me fine, though. He'd have paid one way or another. Well, yeah, of course he would (laughs) have. Thank you. Love you, baby. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Maria. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Oh, hey, baby. What are you doing? These are five obnoxious things that men say to women. Hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> um, we're, uh, comparing them to an ex. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. That'd actually. be bad. Okay. That, that's a turn off for women, too. Most men should know. Comparing, we know that when you break up with us, if you're talking bad about your ex, that's what you're going to do about us. That's right. That's yeah, it right. makes you look bad. Yeah, that- that's why I never do it. <laughs> I never hey, talk most about of your exes are my best friends. Yeah, now, I know so. that, and that's weird to me. Okay, well, here's, here's the next thing. Uh, here's one that men say: uh, "I'll do it. Just stop nagging me." Oh, if we're nagging, it's because you didn't do it the first time or the second time. Okay. You make us nag. Okay, that's saying. enough. Whoa, sailor. <laughs> here's the next <laughs> one. Uh, here's another one that guys say that women hate. Why are you upset? That wouldn't bother me. <laughs> it says here when women hear you're crazy so again it's like saying their feelings are not valid oh their feelings are not valid <laughs> all right here's the next one i'm not going to comment on that did you really need to buy that 
<laughs> Sounds like something you would say. Did you really need to do that? You're you're basically saying don't. Right. And and we're and, and have I ever told you not to buy something ever? <laughs> no, but you have a way of, of of doing the same thing, only not wording it that way. So. Wow, mine would be, wow, you bought that? That's exactly, well, <laughs> and then you would say, after I bought it. You, I mean, I might mention it before I bought it, but then you go, well, I don't know. That's because you're horrible at buying clothes, How sweetheart. How about you're just indecisive? Move on. Finally, here's the last thing that, that, that will drive any woman crazy. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, that actually will get your ass booted out the door. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and men are fools. Bye. Good afternoon, Arctic Fire. Hello. Oh, I knew it was you. Of course you did. That's because my <laughs> ring is sexy. <laughs> sure it is. It is, Come isn't on, it? Baby. It's a sexy ring. Hello. Uh-huh. Sexy. Oh. Here's the thing. Times may change, but deep down men are still... Men. Yeah, simple drooling meat puppets. Children. Basically, is all we are. Well, there's <laughs> yeah. a. This is a study out of uh, University of New York. Okay, and they found out that uh, if a woman wants a man to do her a favor, pretty much nothing more effective than how do I put this? Let's say if her shirt is giving off a signal that it might be cold outside. Oh, nipply. Nipply. <laughs> nipply. That's nipply. And that's all it takes for you to get any man to do anything you need. Uh, I don't know about that. Really? Here, let me go give it a shot. It's thirty below out there now. Yeah, yeah. Step outside. Go back into the warehouse. Come back in. (laughs) Baby, I've seen you. You don't need to take your bra off. (laughs) Stop it. Anyway, the researchers had men look at pictures of women. Some of them were poking through the shirts. Some weren't. And then the researchers asked men questions about what favors they would do if women asked. And the men who saw the more nipular photos. I love that word. Nipular. Nipular. We're willing <laughs> to do pretty much anything the woman asked, including lending her $100, even though it was a total stranger. By the way, not just men who had caveman reactions to these photos. Women had them too. However, the research, in fact, more women are like picking up on you than men anyway, which is weird to me. But <laughs> the researchers found that women were actually less likely to say they do favors for a perked up woman. Yeah, tramp. that's all you think right that's what i think unfortunately even if it were me tramp but oh i know and i know for a fact it wouldn't work on me either what oh you mean if your nipples are hard not if mine mine are always hard (laughs) i was gonna say yeah you're probably right on that one no but i mean you it wouldn't work on me either if you were nipply oh you're you're such a liar. Just what? last night, seriously. It no. was cold, started to... F- you don't remember? Hmm? No, I didn't. What? I, I, there's never once where you've uh, had... You come out in your pajamas, and it's quite obvious. And then the pizza guy shows up, and you go and answer the door. So now, you know, he's giving you extra free pizza. <laughs> okay. The milkman, the mailman. <laughs> Why does she keep oh, getting man. all this stuff? <laughs> what the hell is all the milk? Well, that's all going to stop once milk. summer comes and it warms up outside, little miss. So uh, enjoy it while it's nipply. Yeah, back at you. Good afternoon, Arctic Fire. Hey, sweetheart. Uh, here's something rather interesting. We've really used the past year as an opportunity to get in touch with ourselves. It's been weird. All right. I'm sorry. I meant we've really used the past year, the opportunity to touch ourselves. According to a new survey, sweetie, 
One of the main ways we have spent all the extra time at home in the past year has been repeatedly getting it on with ourselves. Really? That's true? Yeah. I don't believe you. I'm going to Google it. Really? You're going to Google masturbation. Do you think you might have to get through several pages of incredibly disgusting information before you get to that story? Three out of 10 people are doing it more than once a day. Oh, that's too much information, dude. The average single person says they're doing it three times a day over the past year. Wow, that's, uh, that's some gumption there. That's like, uh, I don't know if you time your watch it. Bing! Oh, it's one o'clock. I got to go do something. What's the average married person doing it? Oh, probably 30. I'm asking sincerely. <laughs> really? 30 times? Uh, no, no, no. That explains where all the towels have been going. <laughs> I'm trying to, we have like 50 towels and all of a sudden with COVID, oh, I have two. 30, I'm kidding. <laughs> 20 tops. 20 tops. <laughs> oh, good uh, Lord. How, uh, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, three out of 10. Uh, uh, that three uh, seems a, a bit much. Half of people say they're uh, self-fondling more frequently than ever before. All right, if three times a day is the average, that means there's people doing it a lot more than that. Dude, oh, just the, get a blow-up doll or something. I, mean, I, I almost want to use weird. hand sanitizer just for reading the story. The survey also found 59% of people have no plans to stop with their new frequency once everything opens up again. Oh, they're going to stay single is what you're saying. <laughs> or stay married, one oh, of the two. Oh, my God. I got to go. So earlier we were talking about trailer trash, and I just happened to marry some. So uh, yeah, I'm trailer trash. There she is. Maria is with us now. Maria, you know they you can take the girl out of the trailer park, but you can never take the trailer park out of the girl. Agreed. Double wide. <laughs> double wide. I I didn't say that. You said that. Oh, no, you made I the house. A, I grew up in a double wide trailer. Shut up. I, I thought you meant your ass. Right, like I got a double I know. See, I can't everything even... on me is bigger than my ass. I know. See, <laughs> normally if you make a, you slip up and make an ass joke around your wife, you get a pan thrown at you. But you and I both know you got a little tiny butt, so it's obviously a joke. <laughs> so I can get away with saying it. If you had yeah, a large yeah. ass, if you had a large ass, I wouldn't be able to say that line. I thought when we grew older, our hips were going to grow out, and I'd have a nice big round you who ass. But nope, not given. All right. That's all right. A girl can dream. A girl can dream. Just keep eating <laughs> yeah. those donuts and we'll see what happens. Every woman listening to you right now, it's like, shut up, you skinny little bitch. That's what they're <laughs> saying. That's what they're all thinking. And why not? Because, but you know what? You don't care. You're trailer trash. Uh, Maria, now you were like, uh, you know, you did roller derby. You played dirty. You you, rock, you climbed rocks. You, you've got it in you. Uh, but well, yeah. you do have some anger issues. Let's just go there. Uh, let's start with the fact you... Flipped off the Jumbotron. Well, all right, here's the deal. It's, I was uh, flipping you off. The Jumbotron just happened to float by. <laughs> just float by. <laughs> so we're, we're at the football game, and I'm the announcer down on the field, and I say, happy birthday to my lovely wife, Maria. Look how beautiful she is. The Jumbotron close-up of you f- giving me the bird, and you can see your words. You're going, fuck you. I believe it was... Fuck you, Anderson. I yes. told you not to say nothing. Yeah, and fuck you, Anderson. And it's all right there, and the place goes nuts. But it helped because the place just went nuts. The Grizzlies came out, it was energized, and they won. So really, we're going to give you that win for the Fairbanks Grizzlies because it was all about the energy you gave flipping off the Jumbotron. 
Well, it was really sad because I didn't even know the Jumbotron was on until afterward when someone goes, by, you're the woman who flipped off the Jumbotron. I went, what? Yes. <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing. It's no surprise to me. I mean, I remember backstage at Comedy, uh, you almost knocked out Polly Shore. Oh, oh, I had a gun in the car and he, he was, knew it. No, he was. I let no, him know. No, he's just, he was a little shit. Polly Shore is the weevil. biggest piece of crap I've ever worked he's with a, in comedy. He, he was rude. He was self-centered, and he, and Weasel is as appropriate as you can get. Yeah, and I know. that's the real deal, not, a, not real a made-up name. Here's the deal. He's, he was doing comedy. We had two shows, and between shows, there's a big crowd trying to move in and another trying to move out. So in the green room where the comics and all of us hang out, Maria goes back there to hang out like she always does. You, you're like you know, all the comics. You don't care who they are. And they were like, oh, yeah, um, we want to be alone. And they kicked you out of the green room and she oh, went yeah. ballistic. Yeah. So she almost punched <laughs> out Polly Shore. And he was scared, too, because he came back to me. Um, he I came think, back and apologized to you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we upset your wife. And he told me what he did. I, I laughed. I went, you did what? I go, man, and you're still standing? <laughs> the other one, the other time, I thought you were going to punch out Lita Ford backstage last year because she, she was, was rude. She was quite self-centered. Yeah, just, but I was into Lita Ford. You were a huge music, Lita I, Ford fan. I thought she, she, I thought she rocked, and then to actually get put snubbed, up a meeting right. with her. She, yeah, yeah she and and good. you're pissed. So let's see. Uh, flipped off the jumbotron, uh, almost beat the shit out of Polly Shore, and almost punched out Lita Ford. Anybody else? Nope. Did we miss anybody? So uh, what I'm getting at is your total trailer trash, honey, and I absolutely adore you. Well, it's your fault you married me. <laughs> From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Okay, when it uh, comes, you know, I like to think of myself as a rather well-informed individual, rather well-educated. But when it comes to the mind of the female, I am clueless like most men. Completely and, agreed. Uh, that's, of course, the voice of lovely Maria with us once again. Now, uh, baby, you know that whenever I get something that maybe has an opinion from the fairer sex, the smarter intelligent sex, I must refer to you because you're really the only like girl I know. Oh, you're just trying to be nice just so I don't hang up on you. I gotta go. What do you want? All right, listen. <laughs> Jesus, listen to me, woman. Don't push it. So, All right, here we go. Uh, it's a huge relationship milestone when you're finally r ready to share all of your deviant stuff that you're into. Uh, a milestone some people never hit. According to a new survey, half of Americans say they have a certain um, kink, as it were, that they'd like to try but haven't brought it up with their partner yet. So now's the time. What do you want to do? Uh, Twister. Twister. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that would be again. Funny. Yeah. Well, don't you think? well, no, we didn't really. I mean, do we need it? Do we need the oil this time? Because that made it dangerous. <laughs> I, I think I pulled a disc. All right, yeah. <laughs> but that would be one. See, that's an ex a, an example. Um, that or maybe doing it on the old uh, electronic football game. Remember the vibrating football game. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, no. But you love football. <laughs> like you and wanting to do it in that truck with all the dog hair and the smelly old... Yeah, you didn't want to do it in the plow I, truck. Yeah, what, what's wrong with you've, that? You've only offered like 15 times. It's not something I daydream about, baby. So that's a kink of mine, doing it while I'm plowing snow. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's such an Alaska kink right I know. there. All right. Running a snow machine. Anyway, in general, they say it takes about three months in a relationship before you're ready to share some of that. Uh, the five things people do have done to spice up their relationship. 
Number one, wearing lingerie. I think they're talking about you, not me. <laughs> yeah, and I have pictures of you in lingerie, so. <laughs> that was a whole different kink. We were in, we were, we were in college. We were experimenting. And you actually, do. it wasn't lingerie. It was a wedding dress. Thank you. Yeah, you looked pretty good in it. I, fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> Rocked the wedding dress. Yeah, I did. All right, so uh, there we go. So that's one. The other one is uh, sexting during the day. I've never been much into that. No, we've never done. We've tried it, and it seems kind of stupid. It's so much easier just to pick up the phone, right? It really, but I mean, that's our, maybe that's where we're showing our age. I don't know. <laughs> uh, trying a new sexual position, a.k.a. Twister or the plow truck. <laughs> no, and maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I see as long as baby steps, baby steps. Uh, having sex somewhere besides the bedroom, a.k.a. the plow truck. <laughs> Although we, I think we did it out on the deck by the fire the other night, didn't we? We've done it a couple times out on the deck. I'm right. sure hoping no one walks by. Yeah, on the trail outside. I know. Well, uh, we put some big trees there, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, shut up. And uh, finally, trying a new sex act. I think Twister would fall into that category, but I don't know. Is see? There... No, see, Twister was what I said first. And, is and there... look at this. We wasted all this time. <laughs> it, but is there, is there something new you would like to try that haven't yet? You mean sexually? Yes. Nope. Oh, bullshit. Nice try, Betty. Bullshit. Nice try, Betty. Uh, I'm not uh, falling into that one. Uh, Hector, sorry. No, she's not going <laughs> to need us tonight. Bye. All right. He was really bummed. I'm sure. Bye. <laughs> okay. Hi there. What's going on, baby? How are you? Uh, you know, working. You're at work. All right. Well, I got something here, and I'm calling BS on it, and I have a feeling you will too. But this one definitely requires female response. Uh, we got there's the results of a study that came out a few days ago. In case you missed it, according to a new study, about a quarter of women in the U.S. aren't sure where their vagina is. That's millions of women. <laughs> That's a fake study. That sounds ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Well, now, to be fair, they know the general area. At least we think they do. In the study, women had to identify different parts of their reproductive system. 59, almost 60%, couldn't identify the uterus. 46% couldn't find the cervix. And yes, 25% couldn't find the vagina. That I think maybe that you know, the, the survey is coming becoming confused nowadays with people, you know, and how they speak English and they don't really speak English. So maybe it's just that they don't know what the vagina is. Um, yeah, maybe true. There's the a lot of, maybe maybe it's just the word. They know what they're talking about. Maybe they should say um, vajayjay or hoo-ha. That's right, slang. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. My yoo-hoo. Yeah. You know? Oh, my yoo-hoo. Oh, I know where that is. But what and the heck is it? What the heck is this vagina thing? That I can see. You is know, that, the education of our, our, of our children these days is such a high quality. And that's what it says. It asks, who's at fault? 36% blame teachers. 27% blame public schools. Only 28% blame parenting. Really? No, no. You know, just ask their parents. Right. Exactly. I, I think that kind of answers the entire thing right there. There it is. And don't even don't even get us going on the G spot because half us guys are still trying to find that damn thing. <laughs> that is true, my friend. <laughs> I, I don't mean you, but no, I, no, no. It's I've been I, thirty years. So, I've you know, been around. I can get around. It took me a while, and once I found the treasure map, I was onto the golden palace. 
Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to go now. I'm rich. Okay. All right. Now, you know what? You are a good wife. You no, you're a great wife, Maria. What did you do? What do you mean what I do? I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> keep talking. I, all right. A little nervous now. You but, should. <laughs> all right. Here's the thing. Don't you agree? Times are crazy. We got to get back to when times were good. Oh, yeah. Everybody right? does. Old school. We got to go back to old school. So I thought I took this from 1955. Uh, these are just some little tips, some housekeeping that's, tips. That's old school. <laughs> so I thought maybe this might help us I out as a couple. I not by then. That's, that's beyond old school. <laughs> well, give a listen. Prepare your children. Take a few minutes to wash their hands and faces and comb their hair. Minimize all noise. At the time of your husband's arrival, eliminate all noise of the washer, dryer, or vacuum. Yeah. And try to encourage your children to be quiet. Huh? Oh, no way. What? No. Oh, no No, way. this is from Good Housekeeping. You should have been nervous. Go ahead, continue. Touch up your makeup. Put a ribbon in your hair. Yeah. And be fresh God. looking. What? Your husband has been with a lot of work-weary people. Oh, do I know? Be a little gay and a little more interesting for your husband. They mean happy. His boring day may yeah, need a lift. And one of your duties is home. to provide Don't even it. start. What? No. See? Yeah, you have to. You leave the golf course when you come home. I'm supposed to put on makeup? Are you kidding? You're supposed to look pretty for daddy. That's gonna, all it's saying. Yeah. Jesus, I'll, woman. I'll show you Hold. Uh, I know you. Hold on. I got one more. And these are quality tips for you as a wife. Mm-hmm, go. Don't ask him questions no. about his actions no. or question his judgment or integrity. Never. No. Remember, he is the master of the house. Yes. And as such, will always exercise his will with fairness and truthfulness. Yes, I will. You have no right to question him. No. A good wife knows her place. There you go. You're an asshole. Hello? Hello? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. This Maria. Hi. Hey. What's up, baby? Okay, uh, Independence Day coming up. Here we go. Uh, I've got a contest, a little game we played on the radio. I want to see how good you would be at this game. We call this, uh, I've got a list here. We call it Firework or Sex Toy. So I will list the title. You tell me if it's a firework or if it's a sex toy. The first one, the first one is called The Violator. The Violator? No, vi, V, violator, like violating. Violator. Violator. Uh, Firework. Yes. Oh, yay. All right. And I don't even own one, but awesome. You don't even, or at least not one named that. Um, Here's the next (laughs) one. Golden showers. Ew, really? Is that a a firework or a sex toy, sweetheart? I'm just going to. Take a stab at the sex toy, because that's just... No! Golden showers, where is your mind? Get it out of the trash. No, big, beautiful showering. No, it's beautiful. All right, here's the next... Here's the next one. Lucky lady. Lucky lady. Uh, That's a sex toy. Yay! That is correct. I mean, I think it is. I'm I'm sure it's (laughs) Oh, nice. Nice save. Uh... (laughs) The next one, uh, the Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger's my favorite candy. Um, I'm going to say firework. Yay! Oh, I'm, 
I'm three for four. That's not bad. All right. Here's one. Black Kong. <laughs> um, <laughs> come on. Keep a straight face. Um, firework. No, it's a black Kong. No. Um, actually, I think our dog Zephyr has a black Kong. Our dog, I was going to say, our dog has a black Kong. <laughs> actually, so. uh, if you remember, he has a couple of weird toys that Ryan brought home that look like sex toys. <laughs> I know, it was super creepy. People walking and seeing in the middle of the room. Oh, uh, great. All right, here's one. It's called Girl's Best Friend. Um, that's got to be a sex toy. No, it's a firework. What the hell does it do that makes it a girl's best friend? I don't know. Maybe it vibrates before it shoots off or maybe it lasts longer than two minutes. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's Here, really sad. All right. Here's <laughs> another one. Knuckle up. Knuckle up. And firework? No, it's a sex toy. Oh, and um, I, I'm gonna have to Google these. Uh, I don't weird. know. Just don't do that at work. All right. Because <laughs> the knuckle up is a sex toy, and uh, well, because of the name. No, I, no need to know. I think don't you know it. what it's shaped like. All right, don't do it. We're um, good. pop your top. Pop your top. Um, I'm gonna go firework again. Yay! All right. I think I've I think I've actually popped. The tops before. <laughs> the Comet 2. Um, sex toy. Yeah. Nobody got that. Everybody thought Comet, uh, shooting star, and thought firework. Well done. One more for you. The Wonderland Mystical Mushroom. The Wonderland Mystical Mushroom. Is that a firework or a sex toy? I'm going to say sex toy. Yes. Oh, yeah, ma'am. There, there's so many things in that statement I know. that sounds, yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, uh, one thing we know is you're not big on fireworks, but you certainly know your sex toys. Em, thank you so much hey, for playing. Hey, bullshit. I got half right, half wrong. How did I win that one? Well, there you go. Then you know both very well. Good for you. <laughs> All right. You're in your car right. right now heading to lunch. Uh, enjoy, um, your, enjoy your uh, Wonder Bread and your Knuckle Up. We'll talk to you later. I'm not Googling any of that. Bye. It's for the best. Couples who worry about catching COVID-19 actually have better sex, which seems weird, right? You'd think that would be the other way around. But (laughs) yeah, yeah. According to research in the Journal of Sex, which I guess is a thing, people who have had a high fear of catching COVID-19 have had more and better sex during the pandemic. Really? Yeah, see that because that's what you're stuck with if you're not leaving your house. Well, we might as well do it again. <laughs> I know, right? What else we got going on? I don't know how they're doing it in those yellow hazmat suits, but good for them. <laughs> I guess for sure. The idea behind this one is that stress-provoking situation, uh, sexu- sexuations, situations can sometimes make people face their own mortality and heighten sexual desire. <laughs> Whatever. They have toys for that. <laughs> and alcohol. <laughs> Lots of alcohol. There's so many options and a sex swing. I don't know what these people are talking about. <laughs> I don't either. Not a clue. Go COVID. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you know, I am no expert on sex or relationships. I don't know what I'm doing. And that's why I always call for backup. We have lovely Maria to help us out. Here's something, M, and I just ran across this, and I guess it's encouraging for people. 
In a new poll on sexual relations, it says only 19% of people said they are not having sex at all. Uh, and that's down from 23% a few years ago. I'm uh, not sure I believe that. Uh, that seems weird, doesn't it? Um, is it 19% of people have been married 20, 30 years? <laughs> I, I don't, They're it doesn't say married. Sex. It just no, says. No, it doesn't have to, but everybody, I mean, you constantly mention that, you know, when they've been married a long time, it seems like it's a privilege to get laid. Well, it, yeah, it, it seems for some couples, it's like, ooh, we're actually having, like, it's a real big deal. For us, it's fairly common. Uh, 5% of people say they're doing it every night, which is up from 3% in 2011. Wow. That must be yeah. a bunch of new couples. Yeah, 20, 21. Do you, do you remember those maybe. days? We would have, literally have sex every night. No, I don't remember that at all. Who were you as? <laughs> Are you kidding me? When we started out, it was pretty crazy. We were like Caligula. But, uh, okay. It was, anyway. But, I mean, I, I, there's no way we can keep it. We've been, we've been together 30 years. It'd be after a while. It's like, all right, can we take a night off? You know, it'd be nuts. Yeah, well, that's Tuesday night. Yeah, that's that. Tuesday. We never have sex on I don't know who has sex on Tuesday nights. <laughs> Nobody ever does. Tuesday's a worthless day. Yeah, it really is. Uh, speaking of frequency, 12% of people said they get it on three to four times a week. Okay. All right. Well, that falls. That's a, we're in the category. Uh, six, uh, versus 16% in 2011. So that's down. 21% said they do it once a week, once or twice a week, versus 26% back then. And then 14% said it only once a month versus 15% then. So, Do you think it has something to do with COVID? I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> I don't, you think being around each other often. Either you hate that or you love that. Exactly. And I think, uh, I, to be honest, I think ours has picked up over the last year. Um, yeah. I'd say. <laughs> At least I have. How about you? <laughs> just put the towel in the washing machine when you're done. Because that's just gross. All right. <laughs> But maybe, but there could be, a, you know, it could be COVID. There could be, but there's signs when people probably aren't having enough sex. I mean, you know, if you're like unzipping your fly and air hisses out like King Tut's tomb, it's probably been a while. Ooh, <laughs> too much information. Or if you if you have that that book, The Joy of Sex, but all it is is a flower press. That's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Special toy. <laughs> the only time somebody's bed squeaking is, is if they're. Yeah, but is that considered sex when it, the other when there's not another person there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't think they call that. Sex. I don't know. You have to have two individuals. I don't think they're talking about that because those numbers would be significantly higher. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. And, and really, and you know, you're probably not having enough if like the only time the bed squeaks is because there's like a, a squeaky toy or a mouse under it or something. Wilson is nearby <laughs> with his favorite toy. Well, the eggplant emoji Damn just cat. doesn't remind you of anything. <laughs> Hell, closest I've been to a three-way is the bulb on my desk lamp, I think, uh -huh. to be honest. I think that's the closest we're ever going to get young married men. <laughs> you just keep that in mind. <laughs> Unless you're, you know, we divorce and then you can find <laughs> two people that are willing and able at your age, please. What do you say? Wow. Can I say that? Ooh. <laughs> you can cut that photo out. Well, that was too much fun. I want to thank lovely Maria for joining me, my partner in crime for the past 30 years. And she is sexy as ever. 
Thanks for joining us here in the cabin of Crapper Creek. We're going to do it again next week. Carmine Apiece joins us next week, and he talks about a great story with him and uh, David Lee Roth, who apparently no longer likes Carmine. Plus, we play the Betty White older-younger game with him. Maria will be back with another episode of Makeup or Breakup. We'll have a foodie roundup. Fuck my life. Ask Trooper Cooper and more. All coming up next week from the cabin on the podcast. We'll talk to you then. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.